0: It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to the 2019 Green Bay Packers season in review on ECSW Anchor, every podcast platform around the world. And uh, the first one on this channel, we're going to recap the 2019 Green Bay Packers season. And, you know, what a season it turned out to be. We're going to get into all that, go over the stats, go over the expectation, uh, you know, kind of recap year one team awards, grades for all that stuff. I hope not to keep you here for too long. Try to keep it 30 minutes or less. We shall see. But that is the entire idea around this revamped channel, uh, ECSW, uh, season recaps for all my favorite teams, season previews for my favorite teams, league-wide previews in the NBA, or not in the NBA, sorry, I, I can't stay in the NBA. I, okay, whatever, not going to get into that. The MLB, the NFL, the NHL, um, college basketball, college football, season previews and season reviews for the sports, uh, some team-specific ones, my favorite teams, maybe bring some people on to talk about other teams, potentially in my area, I don't know, we'll see uh fantasy preview so coming in march you'll have the mlb preview with predictions and stuff the st louis cardinals season preview as well as the fantasy baseball preview and then also coming around that time in april will be the nfl draft stuff the nhl playoff stuff all that stuff it's going to be little podcasts every time we're not going to have scheduled weekly podcasts it's going to be the biggest news in sports uh, emergency news, let's say uh, one of my teams makes a big trade, or there's a huge trade league-wide, it's going to be all that. But today, we are focusing on the 2019 Green Bay Packers season, and let's do it. So first off, I predicted them to go 9-7, and seven, okay? First-year head coach, what am I supposed to expect, you know? I don't know, I didn't know what was going to happen, I, did, I didn't expect them to do what they did, and they did it. Now, year two you're gonna have higher expectations, and uh I'm gonna expect more next year, and I'm you know after the off season after the draft, all that stuff going into next year, I'll make a prediction. I'll do a season preview in September at the very beginning of September for the team, probably, so we shall see how that goes but uh so they go thirteen and three. I predict them to go nine and seven, so I'm four games off there uh I said they would be third in the division, I thought Chicago would win the division, I thought Minnesota would finish second, I thought the Packers would be third. I was off there, and I can admit that. And I'm happy about that. But um, they ended up finishing first. I didn't think they'd make the playoffs. They ended up making the playoffs. They get the second seed. They get a first-round bye. They beat the Seahawks in the division round at Lambeau. That was a hell of a game. Uh, one of the most complete games they've played the entire season, even though they did let Seattle in uh, back into the game at the end a little bit. Very good game. Now, the NFC Championship is a whole different story. They got mauled. I've seen this three times now in the last six years. Uh, they lost in 14 to Seattle, 16 to, I'm going by the season, not the actual year that the game was played, 16 to uh, Atlanta, and then 19 to San Francisco. So, look, it happens, you know. I think my mic's a little low here. Let me turn this up. All right, anyway, they they did a lot better than I thought. I figured first year head coach, first new offense, new uh some new coaches, new personnel. The personnel worked out pretty well. We'll get into that, but um overall grade for team expectations and uh what I expected versus what we saw, I'll give the team an A-. I think they did great. I'm a little disappointed they didn't finish the job and try to get to Miami in a couple weeks in the Super Bowl, which I will be doing a Super Bowl preview video. Maybe I'll try to get some 49ers or Chiefs fans or analysts that I know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll do it by myself whatever. Um, But look, I mean, they did a lot better than I thought, and uh, I'm excited for the future of the team. They got a young head coach. We'll see. Hopefully it doesn't flop in year two like what we saw in Chicago. Anyway, biggest headlines for the offense and the defense. I wrote a bunch of stuff down, okay? Number one, the offense was very inconsistent, okay? I saw a lot of... um, Week-to-week inconsistencies, which is what you can expect when you're in a first-year, a new system for a veteran quarterback. Uh, They didn't have to rely on Rodgers, which is a huge plus. Aaron Jones was excellent. He had a breakout season, 16 rushing touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns, and we're really seeing what he could be in the receiving game and the running game. That could make this offense extremely dynamic next season, especially year two of a new system. And typically, year two in this Shanahan – kind of offense quarterback an uptick Matt Ryan won the MVP his second year with Matt LaFleur as his uh, QB coach um, and Shanahan as the OC so I mean year two is usually a huge leap for the quarterback hopefully we see that with Rodgers I know he's going to be 37 towards the end of next season we'll see um the offense peak stretch I would say for the offense was without Adams I think they got to figure that out Devontae really played well down the stretch though uh the Oakland Kansas City and Dallas games. so Oakland they just killed them 42 points the best offensive game they've had all season Rodgers six total touchdowns five through the air one on the ground a perfect pass rating he was excellent uh the Aaron Jones game was Kansas City Sunday night at Arrowhead I know Rodgers made that sick touchdown pass to Jamal Williams, but man, Aaron Jones was unreal in that game. Uh, that huge receiving touchdown, he was all over the place. Excellent game. Another breakout Aaron Jones game was at Dallas in Week 5. Uh, they were coming off their first loss of the season. They just beat the brakes off the Cowboys. I know the score is closer than it should have been, but Aaron Jones had, what, four touchdowns in that game? Something ridiculous. He was excellent. Um like I alluded to earlier, I also wrote down Rodgers was up and down in year one of this system. Uh, the last few weeks he was pretty in- inaccurate and bad. They were still winning the games, which is a huge plus, but I would say first few weeks, first two weeks he was iffy. Uh, he showed flashes against Minnesota. The Chicago game was just one of the worst football games I've ever seen, I would say, uh, in terms of excitement. That was a awful game. Um I'll take the win, but it was bad. Uh, The Eagle game, he was good. The Denver game, he was eh. The Dallas game, eh. I mean, you know, it was up and down. And hopefully he can uh, find more consistency and feel more comfortable in the offense in year two. And I think that we should expect that. So we'll see. Um, Lack of speed was exposed. Lafleur said you can never have enough speed, which he's right about. But man, they were just outrun out coached outplayed against San Francisco they need more speed at wide receiver and maybe add an athlete at tight end because Jimmy Graham sorry he's just not cutting it it looked like he might have retired i don't know i doubt he's back next year but his message on twitter made it seem like he retired so if he did best of luck but man uh Jamal Williams was excellent you got to point that out running back rb2 he was Really good. He had some great games. The O-line was really good in almost every game, I would say. Bakhtiari didn't play as well as he has in the past. He didn't really have an excellent, complete all-pro season, but he was really good. Uh, Bulaga is a warrior. I mean, he plays game in, game out, playing through injuries and all that stuff. He was great. Uh, Corey Lindsay was okay. He was really good last year. This year he was okay. He had his struggles uh, throughout the season. Billy Turner was uh, iffy. They paid for his versatility, and uh, he could play guard and tackle, so that's whatever. Uh, Eldon Jenkins, holy smokes. Easily the best rookie that they had this year. He was unreal. Eldon Jenkins was tremendous. Um, just stepped in like a 10-year vet at guard. He was he was fantastic. Uh, Valdir was a great pickup. He was really good in the game against Seattle in the postseason, and uh, maybe he'll be here next year. I know he's 33, so... I don't know if we'll see him again, but he stepped in and did a good job. So we'll see. Great job by good against picking him up. All right, moving forward. Defense. Inconsistent defense. Both sides of the ball were inconsistent. Thus why they won a lot of ugly games. A lot of people were complaining about how they're not that good. Shut the hell up with that. I mean, seriously. we You got to get past that. That's just a horrible take. They went 13-3. and Obviously, they were doing something right. Um. Anyway... Z'Darrius Smith, all pro level, the best player on this defense by a mile. What an unreal pickup that was. Free agency, finally dipping the toes into free agency last year. Worked out. Z'Darrius Smith was great. Preston Smith was good. Adrian Amos was very reliable and uh, made some big plays throughout the season. A-plus for free agency on defense for the front office. I think they did a, a great job. They spent money, tried to improve the defense. and The defense in the last five or six games of the regular season against Washington, uh, who sucks, let's just put that on record, against uh, New York, against Chicago, against Minnesota, against Detroit. None of those offenses are, uh, you know, the cream of the crop, as they say, but the, the defense was tremendous down the stretch. Huge plays. It's the bend-don't-break mentality. And the Minnesota game was a clinic defensively. That was the best game they played all year, I think, defensively. Um, I mean, the Chicago Week 1 game was great, but... Mitchell Trubisky's not good. The Bears offense was horrible for most of the first half of the season. Um, Kenny Clark is a monster. They gotta get him a big contract. Kenny Clark interior, just so good. Uh what a pickup that was. Late first rounder a couple of years ago. Jair is a stud. I don't think Jair was as good as he's gonna be this year. He had a good season. He had some he got burnt a few times, which happens. It's part of the NFL. You're facing the best receivers in the world. It happens, but I think Jair's going to be even better next year. Kevin King is better than most people think, but he had a lot of bad mistakes, missed tackles, blown coverage a few times. Um, Kevin Clark's a player that has a target on his back for Packer fans because a lot of people like to criticize him. He's cocky, whatever you may say. He was healthy this year, and that's a good thing. they got to keep him and Jair healthy. Um, you know, King... He's good corner. He's solid. He's worth keeping. Tremont Williams was good enough. I mean, he's older now. You're not going to expect um, that much from Tremont in terms of uh, making plays left and right, shutting guys down. That's not who he is. Uh, he's a great veteran leader. Good corner still. Still can keep up a little bit, I think. Uh, good depth guy at corner. I don't know if he's back next year. Who knows at this point. Uh, Blake Martinez put up good tackle numbers but he really lacked, his coverage was pretty bad. He made a lot of mistakes, pretty up and down year. Um, better than people give him credit for. Again, though, I think Martinez and King are the prime example of guys who uh, Packer fans don't give a lot of credit to, but they deserve more credit than they're, than they're given. Uh, Darnell Savage was good. Good rookie safety It's what you expect. Uh, he got burned a couple of times, missed some tackles in the open field, but... Uh, his development in year two should be huge. If he develops the way that they want him to, um, I think he's going to be a very good safety. And I think that duo of Amos and Savage, Smash and Savage, should uh, be one of the better in the league within the next couple of years if if all goes as planned. Uh, the defensive line depth: your Fackrells, your Lancaster's, your Kikis, who should have been playing more, your. Uh, who am I forgetting? Dean Lowry. Those types, I mean, they got to get better there. The interior line depth has to be better. The, they couldn't stop the run at all against San Francisco, and that was a big part of that. Um, they got to figure that out. We'll see if they address that in the draft or free agency. Maybe bring in a veteran guy or uh, maybe maybe kick Rashawn Gary inside, see how he does. Uh, I'll go over a little bit more with him during his uh, rookie grade. Session when I give the rookies a grade for this season. I gotta get some water before I lose my voice. Uh, special teams. What an adventure. The return game was an absolute joke until Tyler Irvin came in. Tyler Irvin came in and he was excellent, he was finally returning for positive yardage. They were 32nd in the league in return yards until he comes in, and they're flying down the field. He made some nice plays in the offense, too. They ran some pre-snap, post-snap motion plays with him, getting the ball, a little jet jet sweep action. Tyler Irvin was good. I'd definitely like to bring him back. He brings a little bit of a more dynamic to the offense, and they can be more like San Francisco than they are with all that kind of stuff. But uh, Crosby was great this year. Mason Crosby had a great season. Um excellent good efficiency and uh yeah, he was good JK Scott was pretty up and down he had some good games he had some very very bad games um he should get better every year hopefully he's better you know next year and then overall special teams they have to tackle tackle better i know they don't practice tackling a ton during camp like they used to they don't want to be as physical which they were healthy this year give them credit for that the final year the packers are healthy i wish they would have gone a little further but what can you do but they got to tackle on special teams that's a big part of this whole thing you have to tackle all right let's go over the uh, 2019 stats i have a whole sheet of stats here the print is a little bit small so i don't know how well i can read this but uh Aaron Rodgers, 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, and a 95 rating. So his rating was lower than last year. It was over 100 until, like I said, the last five or six weeks he just really, really struggled. Um, In the running game, 1,000 yards for Aaron Jones, 16 rushing touchdowns, 3 receiving, 474 receiving yards. Jamal Williams had 400-plus yards. That's good. A touchdown. He had five receiving touchdowns, so that's good. Uh, Devontae gets over 1,000 yards despite missing. Where did it say that? Let's see. Adams missed four games. Still, Or he had 997 yards. Sorry. 997, five touchdowns. And your receivers, I'm not going to go over all the stats, but Lazard, Kumaro, those guys were good. They should be back. Next year, I think Lazard's a true number two receiver. Could be number three if they do pick up a a, a guy in the draft, which I don't know if I'm going to do a pre-offseason, pre-draft video or a podcast for the Packers. I might just do post-free agency post-draft. I'm not sure yet, but I'll tell you this right now. Their needs, I'll talk about towards the end of the video a little bit about their needs, how much cap space they have, what they should do, players that I'm looking at in the draft, at each position that they need. We'll talk about that at the end. But, okay. So, defensively, this is really small print. Holy smokes. Darius Smith, 13.5 sacks. Preston Smith, 12 sacks. That's an element right there. That's what they wanted. 25.5 sacks from those two guys. Dominant. Change the defense uh, for the better. And hopefully, they can bring that next year as well. So, Hopefully that works out. Okay. Um, Interceptions. I can't even see this. Kevin King, five. Jair Alexander, two. Adrian Amos, two. Blake Martinez, one. Darnell Savage, two. Preston Smith, one. Dean Lowry, one. Tremont Williams, two. Not bad. Chandon Sullivan also had one. But I mean, defensively, it was great. The takeaways, a lot of it was early in the season, but they really did a good job defensively, and those uh, those are big numbers right there. So then finally, special teams. This is a boring part of the podcast, by the way. Mason Crosby was uh, 40 of 41 on extra points and 22 of 24 on field goals. So 91% field goals, 97% extra point. Not bad. J.K. Scott averaged 44 yards per punt which is a little low for what I want from my boy J.K. Scott. He's supposed to be a weapon, J.K. 47, but uh, yeah, we'll see. He should get better. He he had some, you know, the weather might hurt a young punter. I have to sneeze now, so that's great. All right, let's move into the next part of this podcast. Okay, so I don't want to keep you here too long, so we're just going to go over the wins and the losses, Okay. You probably remember this, folks. Week 1, 10-3 win over the Bears. Week 2, 21-16 win over the Vikings. That's 2-0 in the division. Week 3, 27-16 win over the Broncos. Week 4, 34-27 loss to the Eagles. Week 5, 34-24 win over the Cowboys. Week 6, 23-21, or 23-22 win over the Lions. Week 7, 42-24 win over the Raiders. Week 8, 31-24 win over the Chiefs. Week 9, 26-11 loss to the Chargers. That was a weird one. So, uh, week 10, 24-16 win over the Panthers. And to that point, you're what? 8-2. and two. Then they lost 37-8 to the Niners. And then they went out by beating the Giants 31-13. Redskins 20-15. to Bears 21-13. Vikings twenty-seven or wait twenty-three ten Lions twenty-three twenty. So listen to the points given up by week down the stretch post by week. You might hear a little furnace action in the background. Hopefully that doesn't affect it too much. I'm gonna try to hurry up and get through this. Okay, uh, thirteen fifteen thirteen ten and twenty last six weeks points given up. That's not too bad. That's really not too bad. <laughs> so we'll see. All right, 2019 draft pick grades. First round pick at number 12, Rashawn Gary. I'm going to give Gary a C-plus because it's not his fault that he didn't play very much. He had a shoulder injury coming in. He's got great players in front of him. Darius and Preston Smith, edge rushers on the outside. Those guys were obviously going to play a lot more than him, so it's not entirely his fault. And the Packer fans calling him a quote unquote bust after one freaking year—you're a joke. You don't say that. That's ridiculous. It's the stupidest thing that you could say. He just didn't play very much. Darnell Savage—he stepped in and played well. I liked Savage's game a lot. That's a B plus. I thought Darnell Savage was excellent. Probably the second best rookie in this class for them this year. Uh, Elton Jenkins—that's—he gets an A. Solid A. A plus. It's hard. I'm not going to be you know too nice and give him an A-plus, but an A for Jenkins. Sternberger, B-minus. I thought he came in the last few weeks and played pretty well. Um, I think that he'll be good down the stretch. He did have a touchdown catch in garbage time against the Niners in the NFC Championship. Uh, he made some nice catches, solid blocks left and right. Uh, I think he's a keeper, and that B-minus I think is fair. Dexter Williams, no grade because he didn't play. So they didn't really need him. If he did play, he didn't play very much. Uh, Ty Summers, same thing, and Kadar Holman. Who Holman showed a lot of flashes in training camp. I hope he's good. Um, He'll probably get to play more next year, but I think he could be good. Uh, We'll see. Now, next I'm going to grade the uh, group. So I'm going to grade the offense, defense, special teams, and the Lafleur and Pettin. I'm going to grade them as coaches, okay? So first off, the offense. This is based on my expectation, what I thought coming in, and what I think coming out. I thought coming in they would have some struggles, which they did, and I think that they actually performed better than I thought. So I'm going to give the offense a solid B-. minus. Could have been better. Struggled a lot. I expected them to struggle. They might have struggled a tad bit more than I thought because I just think that, you know, I, I didn't think Aaron Jones would be as great as he's been this year or as he was this year, and then Rodgers, you never know what to expect. Uh, he's trying to stay healthy, and he did, so that's good. But uh, the defense, I expect the defense to be better coming into the year. I thought off of last year, adding uh, Smith and Smith and Amos, I thought, okay, we're committed on defense. We're going to make plays. I'm going to give the defense a B plus. Now, they definitely had their struggles. Petten didn't really do that great of a job, and that's why I think that there's a chance that Petten is gone. We'll talk about that. Um, special teams – C plus my expectations were lower than hell I mean my expectations for the special teams were so low and Tyler Irvin is the only thing that kept this above ground when he came in his return game like I said he's the only thing that kept us at a C plus we're looking at D plus if he never comes in because it was a joke for 10 15, or 10 to 12 weeks it was a joke but uh Coach LaFleur, you, my friend, get a B plus. Now, you, you came in with lower expectations being a first-year head coach. Next year, you better be ready because the expectations are going to be through the roof. This is title town, my friend, okay? Coach Pettin, I'll give him a C plus. He did a pretty good job throughout the year, but the, the lows were really low. And I think that they could have been, I honestly, I don't really want to say this, but I think he might have held them back a little bit. I think the defense could have been better with a top-tier coordinator. He did a good job, though. C-plus might be a little mean, but we'll see. Um, finally, the team awards. We'll talk about the off-season questions here in a moment. But the team awards. It, like, I'm not trying to keep this too long. Anyway, this is a tough one. The team MVP, I'm going to give it to Aaron Jones. Because without Aaron Jones, this team does not go 13-3. and three And, yeah, offensive player of the year, also Aaron Jones. The defensive player of the year for the Packers this year was obviously Zadarius Smith, but I'd also like to shout out Preston Smith because the first, like, eight weeks, Preston Smith was absolutely insanely good. He might have slowed down a little bit towards the end, but he had a good season overall. He would be second. So Z'Darrius Smith is the Packers defensive player of the year. And by the way, I'm writing these down thinking about them, so they might not be all that great. Uh, The breakout player of the year, I don't want to give another one to Jones, so I'm going to give it to Alan Lazard, who, like I said, unless they draft a really good receiver like uh, LaVisca Chenault or uh, T. Higgins or someone in the uh, 30th pick, if they draft someone like that, Lazard is wide receiver, too. He was great this year. Made some big plays. Big physical receiver. Can move. Seems like Rodgers likes him. That helps. Uh, they just got to re-sign him in the offseason, and I think he's uh, a big a big player for them. Um The underperformer of the season. Now, I don't want to be mean. This is a hard one. Ugh. Do I even do this? I don't know. Um, underperformer of the season. I just dropped my pen. This isn't that professional. So if you're coming here thinking it's going to be super professional, not yet. Maybe in the future. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm going to skip that. The comeback player of the year is obviously, obviously, none other than Aaron Rodgers. No, that's not. No, I can't do that because he had better numbers last year. Uh, comeback player of the year. Why am I having such a hard time figuring this out? You know what? Screw it. He wasn't that good this year, but that's the only one I can think of. Jimmy Graham. Yes, sir. You could also put him an underperformer because of the money they're paying this guy. But he made some nice plays. He had a couple touchdowns taken away during the season, but he made some big plays. And also, a shout-out to this. No one is ever going to point this out because of the money they're paying this guy. But Jimmy Graham's blocking was actually pretty damn good. Compared to what it was the year before, Jimmy Graham wasn't that bad in the blocking game this year. So shout out to Jimmy for that. If he did retire, thank you for a couple years here. It wasn't what I expected, but he he, he played hard for the team. So you gotta ex- respect that. Uh, underperform of the year. <sighs> I'm gonna give it to Billy Turner, and I feel like that's mean because they really paid him for his versatility. They didn't pay him thinking that he's gonna be a all pro. Guard or tackle. I mean, he just didn't perform to where his contract is. You could say the same about Jimmy Graham, but at least Jimmy Graham improved this year. Uh, I don't know about Billy Turner doing that. He's first year here. Maybe he'll be uh, more comfortable in year two. But he was the fourth piece of that big free agency class, so maybe he'll be better. Um, now, the questions of the off as we wrap this sucker up. Okay. Uh, Number one, does Pettin stay or go? And here's my answer. I think he goes. I just listened to Lafleur's press conference about an hour ago. I think that if you look at it right now, um, Lafleur probably wants his own guy. They didn't force him to keep Pettin, but they strongly suggested that he keeps Petten, which is fair. I, I wanted Petten back this year, but I think it might be smarter to go get your own guy and roll with it, and hopefully the defense gets better. I think a uh, Chris Richard, who is in Dallas maybe, or Wade Phillips, who was let go by the Rams, someone like that uh, I would look at for the defensive coordinator position. We shall see. <clears throat> Free agents, notable ones. Bulaga. I'd love to have Bulaga back. I know he's getting up there in age, but i got a couple years left, but, man, he was excellent. Excellent this year. I'd love to keep him. Uh, Crosby will be back. Mercedes Lewis is a question mark because they re-signed him last year. I didn't expect them to. But he's such a big player, number one. He's a great veteran leader. Everyone knows that about Mercedes Lewis. He's a great blocker as a tight end. Excellent blocker. And everyone likes him. So maybe they will bring him back. I'd like to see it. Uh, Then Lazard and Kumaro are doing new contracts and all that stuff. So they got to get that done. But uh, draft needs. I wrote down wide receiver, inside linebacker inside defensive interior lineman basically on the defensive end offensive line tight end and if there's a quarterback there that you like in rounds two or three even round one if uh like Jordan Love or Herbert or one of those guys is somehow still there then you maybe take a chance at pick 30 but um wide receiver I'd like to see LaVisca Chenault at 30 I'd love that inside linebacker I don't know a lot about this draft compared to last year's I haven't really studied it very much I'll probably do a mock draft um mock draft podcast right before because I still I'm going to start working I've been working a lot on the NHL draft stuff which is not until June but I'm going to do a little bit more mock stuff and watch some tape and all that stuff uh, start ranking guys for the mock draft so I have a better idea of what my mock draft is going to look like I'm going to do an entire NFL mock draft for round one maybe round two we'll see but anyway um interior defensive lineman i don't know uh offensive line this class for offensive line isn't as good as last year i know there's some big timers at the top uh thomas and uh Worf's, but we shall see tight end alberto maybe round two from missouri i doubt they go that early with a tight end i don't think they're going to draft a tight end i think free agency you, you could pick up a tight end or uh keep tanya and sternberger and lewis isn't that bad um and then the QB thing, it questions Rodgers' future. He's a free agent after 2023, so he's still got a few years. I think either this year or next year, you draft a guy, sit him behind Rodgers for a few years, and then you go to um, the new guy when Rodgers retires. And then finally, $32 million in projected cap space for the Packers this offseason, which is more than Minnesota – and way more than Chicago, because Chicago is near the bottom of the NFL in cap space projected going into this offseason. The Packers are more middle of the pack, a little bit bottom 10 maybe, I think they might be, but 32 mil is good for a team that went 13-3. and I'll take that. Uh, It should be an interesting offseason. Lots to discuss. My next Packer podcast will likely be post-draft or post-free agency, or it might just be the season preview in August or September, so we shall see. Packer fans enjoy the offseason I don't know what's next for ECSW here next podcast I don't know what that'll be it might end up being like a um, man I can't really think Um, NHL all-star midseason or NHL midseason awards or something I don't know something like that but in February or March we'll have fantasy baseball preview Cardinals season preview and the Major League Baseball prediction preview We'll all be coming up soon. Thank you for listening. Make sure to rate, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Let me know what you think. And I will see you next time on ECSW. And uh, go pack a go.